thank you very much for listening in to another episode of Alama UDND. We appreciate having you here with us. If you like what we are doing, tell your friends and add us on Instagram at Alama UDND and at Table Minis. If you would like to support us further, join our Patreon for exclusive content and benefits, or visit our website at www.tableminis.com. We wish you an amazing week filled with inspiration and peace. Take care. Alama UDND. Alama UDND. Why you may never tell me. It's okay, we still steady. Come on, now, let's DND. D&D Weekend, uh, it's in collaboration with the Wizards of the Coast. And it's exciting to have uh, a representative for us to be represented yeah. in this uh, 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 this world. Yeah, Wizards, Southeast Asia, um, I think they're parallel with the Pacific as well. Right, so uh, majority is for the Magic the Gathering, right? That, that whole community, and that community is strong. Mm. Let's, let's be honest, that really strong community. Um, I think building up the Dungeons and Dragons community is is important lah, and and this is what one of the forefront of what uh, Table Minis wants to do is to to build this this community into something far far more inclusive and and together and and with lots and lots of of activities and events that we all can partake in. Yes, talking about activities and uh, events, um, while. Phase 2.1 and Phase 2.2 came and went. Uh, How was that for Table Minis? How was that for us at the time? The the first one was good because we were growing so fast. And it gave us a chance to like, okay, stop. Stop all operations, stop everything, and let's look at what we're doing. And are we doing it well? Are we going in the correct direction? So there's a lot of revamping. Uh, not only with the studio space, but in terms of our services and how we present ourselves and all that. So that was good. That 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 small, I wouldn't say break, but that that stoppage of one month of operations where we can recalibrate ourselves, right, uh, was perfect. Okay, no complaints. We really harnessed that. But the most recent one, the one that happened just recently, uh, that was not that was, that hit us hard in terms of revenue, lah. Right, because we had a lot of studio bookings, we had events that were full sold out. All of them had to be cancelled and then pushed forward. Uh, our, we only made revenue from our online games and sales. And surprisingly, even sales, I mean book sales, merchandise, uh, minis and, and all the accessories that we provide, that was also on a standstill. I think nobody spends during that period as well. But once it lifted, the the gates open and and business as usual where we are right now. Yeah, and that was also why we had to postpone um the any weekend. Yes. To this coming week. Yes. Yeah. That was very important. Yeah. Um. I, we, because we created so much hype, then like the hype kind of died down. But after we invited all of them into their small WhatsApp groups, right? I can see all the excitement and the discussions that's going on. Oh, I'm going to play this. This is what I select, and and that brings a. A lot of laughter and joy to me, lah, watching all of this happen. So I'm freaking excited for it to be coming out this weekend. It, it I, 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 
it gives this what table minis has done to give this free dnd weekend has given me a chance to speak to some of my friends who are half in half out mm. uh with this experience they're mm. like okay it's gonna be like three hours mm-hmm. i don't know if i want to spend that time mm-hmm. but because of this dnd weekend because it was so hyped uh we put it out they were like hey you guys having dnd weekend why didn't you tell me can mm. i sign up mm. of course you can sign mm. up so put it to the public and i'm seeing more and more of my like my f- close friends who are like hey uh, scared I want to try now are trying it so I'm wow. very excited to see them play this that's weekend. awesome like I cycle all my friends already like my six friends that's it <laughs> I got no other now I have more friends but yeah I've got nobody new to introduce to D&D so ah. introduce everybody I know that's why you have table minis you can put it out to everybody yeah, out exactly. in the world so um, yeah it's I think this is our charity work as well because we're doing this for free. Like you, I, Melo, and Max, the the our in-house dungeon masters. And this is this is time taken out from our own schedules. And from a business point, we don't earn revenue from this at all. So we're making a loss on those days. We need to make a certain amount every day to be sustainable as a business. So we're making a loss for that. But I, I see this as as a once a year thing that we give back to the community and give back to the privilege of us running this shop and being uh, public dungeon masters. I mean, I mean, we are professional dungeon masters. We get to pay. We get paid to do what we do, right? And I think it's a rare privilege. I know so many. We know so many dungeon masters. Right? Like I, or you're living the dream, right? Yeah, you come and work. You come and work. Ah, one day three in the morning. Eh? Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot. I mean, um. I know I don't know where it's podcast material, but I mean, doing the administrative back end is a nightmare. I mean, coordinating for hundred and twenty people is not a joke. Uh. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, I was overwhelmed and I was very stressed out. So um, I want to give a shout out to Jody because she really picked it up and, and James and James as well. They James with his Excel sheet and and how he coordinated and sought everybody out into the different groups. Right, that was just amazing, uh. So. I'm very lucky to get this type of help, right? Mm. Because I was totally overwhelmed by it. In translating, sitting down and playing one game a week with your friends and turning in it into a business, I think uh, I, I, I am very impressed with what the community has given to us yes. and what we have given, what we have taken from ourselves to put into this. Yes. I would never have imagined to be sitting here doing this podcast, looking at our retail store, looking at all the materials that we have that used to be in our houses. Yes. And now we have a space to go like, oh, I'm going to go play Dungeons and Dragons there. And I'm, I'm, it's, I'm more than ready to share this with the world. We are already sharing this with people mm. and this space might not be enough for everyone. Yeah. So what's happening in the next couple of months um, in terms of space? we are expanding into one more table. So our neighbors are moving out and we're moving in. So table means will double in size in terms of our physical location. So we can run more games. Like I'm very excited because you know, Friday nights are hot, man. hot nights, right? It's always booked out. Like there's something that's going on. Like Call of Cthulhu is coming out. It's booked out for two Friday nights. And then right now we have four dungeon masters and all of us are squeezing and fighting for slots like okay saturday night is who saturday afternoon is who but with two tables um it will flow much better and everybody gets to play and don't have to be so stingy with our time right because we have to be really careful with just one table 
right to make sure we optimize and maximize our productivity as well as our revenue lah. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking from the practical business side lah. So it's not just have a table and invite people and play. It's it's a real legitimate business. There's a lot of administration back end. There's a lot of planning and strategy involved. Mm. And based on this business, at the end of the day, we are working with people. It's a social business, right? Um, one of the things that we are hoping to do with the space is to have like a, a reference uh, library area. Yeah. So if anybody you got uh, Dungeons and Dragons stuff that you want to donate, you don't use it anymore. Uh, like source books, adventures, but more importantly, fantasy books. Anybody, if you've done with your fantasy books, you are willing to part with it, please pass it to the table meetings. We want to create a nice, beautiful fantasy library for everybody to just drop in, grab a book, and just chill out for a few hours. What are some of these uh, books that we have in mind? So, um, like, Uh, even the Lord of the Rings, right? Any kind of fantasy books will take. Uh, Harry Potter, of course. Um, how about uh, the uh, New Blood? What's the yes. what's the name of that? New Moon. New. Oh. Wait, you you talking about the vampire one? Ah. Uh, I don't know. What's the name of that? I don't know. Oh my gosh! I watched it. It was really good. Twilight. Twilight. Yes, I yes. thought I would. I for a long time I didn't want to watch Twilight. No, you have to watch it as a comedy. <laughs> if you go in with the mentality as this is a comedy I'm gonna watch, then it's hilarious. That's why I did. I was it was Boo recommended it. Like if you wanna watch Twilight, you watch it as a comedy, then you will get it. <laughs> then I watched. I watched the two movies. And it was entertaining. If you have those books or DVDs, uh, you wanna give up. Um, we would love to put it in our reference what, uh, library. What's a, what's a DVD? Oh, DVD. Oh, now we all, we all don't use DVDs. What's uh. a DVD? DVD is basically... Now, like now we don't even remember what torrents are. Dude. Oh my gosh, man. But I, I, I still use torrents once in a while. I don't think that should be on air. Beep! <laughs> so like... It's 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 exciting time lah. Like because like you said, torrents are not remembered anymore. DVDs are not. Things are changing, mm-hmm. and Dungeons and Dragons world is changing as well. There's a yep. movie coming up. Avatar. Uh, Avatar Ang RPG is coming mm-hmm. up. What? Do you, okay, you had a thought about this, which I am very excited and interested to share on the podcast. Okay. Um, with this with this uh release of Avatar Ang TTRPG, what has it brought to the table? Okay, so fantasy has always been a Western thing, right? Um, and with the popularity of manga and anime, and uh, it's taken the whole world by storm. You know, we got weebos and weebs everywhere now in every corner of the of our globe already. So this is a milestone in for TTRPG and maybe even the for the fantasy genre. Right, where it's finally meeting East and West. Uh, and this is the point where... Uh, that's why this, this Kickstarter is a big major milestone in the TTRPG world. Uh, and we're not surprised that it's made about 8, maybe close to 9 million in pledges already. And it will go more. I think it's going to be a hit. Um, the And I don't want to talk about system. I just want to talk about culturally why this is important. Because it bridges the East and West into a singular thing. Right, and I think that's very important for uh, Dungeons and Dragons and TTRPG moving forward. Um, because if we look at D and D and Wizards of the Coast, right, it's it's always a Western theme, 
right? Nothing wrong with that. We enjoy it. I love my knights and, and I love castles and that's what I grew up with. I grew up reading King Arthur and that's my favourite, right? I didn't grow up reading uh, Sangnilao Tamarno and, and all those adventures, but bridging those two and making it into popular culture, well, I think is super important uh, because the world's being more inclusive. Yeah. Right, with with the, with all that's been going on, right, we can, what used to be a blur between who is racist uh, and, and who is not, right now it's very apparent because of the inclusiveness that people who like their, their, their own social circles. Uh, all start, the walls are starting to break down and I think uh, Ang with this avatar is breaking out that wall as well. So freaking excited. I'm freaking excited not only for the game and the system, but what it means to us culturally. Man, I'm excited to see. I hope that someday in the future, Dungeons & Dragons world we have, will have an Asian-inspired um, world. Yeah, written by Farish, right? <laughs> the way of the writer. La. We yeah. hope, we hope, we, hope uh, we can meet more people in the community that are homebrewers, uh, world builders, who wants to sit down and like chat and maybe we can come up with something that we will be proud to play in. I, I can't believe you just asked that. Why not? Because they all will come out now. Yay! Because like you know, soft culture, um, the home, uh, home brew Asia just came out with an article about how Dungeons and Dragons is uh being adopted by a uh by Southeast Asia, and now we are using Southeast Asian language, and I never thought about it because like we spoke about in many many episodes ago, we are all in silos, uh, and I do that for my games where I have like some characters who might be a Malay guy, who might be a honky, uh, and things like that. Um, but then now it's acceptable. Now it's like, okay, maybe I can put this down on, on, on the table where maybe the structure of uh, the environment we're in is inspired by um, Hong Kong, uh, inspired by uh, Indonesia. Yeah. And it's it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah. It's it's fine. I think creating relatability as well. For us uh, here in Singapore, I think that's a big deal. right? But then there's also this other group we just wants to play the Western yeah. feel. And and it's we need to cater to that yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, feeling out your group. So for all you dungeon masters out there, like you gotta feel your group, right? Whether they prefer the Eastern. I know some groups literally are playing D D, but it's all anime. <laughs> it's just all anime and they're having a ton of fun. And that's cool. Uh, that's really cool. So play how you wanna play. Uh. It's it's once again find your table. Yeah, play how you wanna play. Find your table. So there's a lot of exciting things happening uh, like around us and yeah. we are being swept in this whole uh, wave of mm. what's happening in Dungeons & Dragons, right? And Table Minis is working on something top secret. So I'll give you a little taste of it, right? It involves Halloween. Ooh. Okay. What else can we tease out there? Nothing. Nothing. All right, just expect there are a bunch of things happening for this next half of the year. Uh, we'll be, be we will be releasing some stuff. Uh, and for those of you who are listening and supporting our Patreon, uh, do look look out and watch out for these things. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to see Super what we're going to do. Were there any other moments where we went like, okay, this is a milestone for table minis? I think getting past five months as well, I think that was a huge milestone because when we first started, we didn't know whether, I didn't know whether this is going to work and this was a, let's, let's try it lah, let's see what happens, especially during this COVID period, 
But it's very, very risky. Everybody told me don't. And then the more you tell me don't, the more I'm going to do. Right? Um, that's the Dungeon Master way. Um, and just knowing that we can make profit from this is exciting. I think nobody else has... I don't know here in Singapore, has anybody... If you're shop or you're... Uh, if you did this before, maybe like 10 years ago, I don't know. I don't know about you and you've made profit, please come contact me. I want to hang out. I want to learn everything. But knowing that we can make profit from this is freaking exciting. Huh? It's, it's, a, it's a dream come true, I must yeah. say. Paying Dungeon Masters, I mean paying you and paying myself and paying Melo um, for our services right, was one of the great joys I had over the last few weeks. And to be working with other Dungeon Masters, right, we challenge each other to grow, yeah. which is exciting. Like we meet um, once a week, uh, no matter what, to sit down and catch up and also discuss certain things. That really takes up, take, you feel safe. Lah. I yeah. think as a Dungeon Master and working professionally as a Dungeon Master, uh, it's a safe space to say that I am a professional Dungeon Master because you're sitting amongst uh, people. Other, same other professionals, yeah. yeah. And it's nice. I mean, who have thought like professional paid Dungeon Masters hanging out together? Right. I. It's it's a cool thing. I think and we all speak the same lingo. <laughs> we all have the same sort of sordid, terrible sense of humor. And every 10 minutes, we break out into an NPC voice. <laughs> so it's fun as hell. Uh. But and the tangents that we go on. Dude. Yeah. But when we start talking about the serious stuff, like the last one where we started talking about player safety, right? And how deep it went, right? And how much it showed each person's care for players, right? Oh, that's, that's beautiful, lah. Uh. In it, it puts a mirror in front of ourselves when we have these conversations because sometimes you are in the game, you're running it, and you just go like, oh, things are not working out. Why? But when you get to express it, you get to talk about it, then you see all the other angles of how you can improve and how you can uh you can curb yeah. some uh some of these things from happening. And with with what more than one brain is always the best. Correct. Um, well, that's one of the things I appreciate most from the D&D community as a whole. It's it's quite open source. Like, I, open source is a great thing. And and it continues being open source with us as well, sharing. And anybody, you come to our Discord, you ask us anything, we'll tell you everything and more. And I'm told that we give you links, <laughs> right? Just to make you happy and send you on your way so that you can have a great game with your people. So, um, that's a community... We have to build together, uh, and and if you're a dungeon master who's super interested in dungeon mastering and wanting to get yourself to the next level, uh, I hope you consider table minis as a destination, and eventually as a home. Yeah, come on down, come on down, hang out. Uh, you can do so some... many people hang out. Yeah, so many people. Sometimes we have to stop people from coming yeah. because of restrictions now. But we hope that once the restrictions are up and everyone is vaccinated or are safe, yes, we can hang out here more with more people and yeah. can have conversations, lah. I've heard stories from people that I know uh, in any other situation I would never meet. Yes. Uh, but here, because of a singular experience that we all enjoy, we managed to come down and hang out and talk. We all roll funny size guys. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for today. Uh, we will chat again next week. Love you guys.